Welcome to the Sojo Show with Jen and AJ, where you'll dig deep into God's Word alongside two imperfect, frequently ineloquent women as we discover fresh ways to walk out God's truth together. All right, welcome back to the Sojo Show. We are so glad you are here. I am sitting next to my dear friend and co-host. And beautiful and, co-host. And beautiful co-host. I mean, <laughs> she actually does look really pretty. She's if, if we ever post this on YouTube, you can see her. She is wearing this like off the shoulder gig. I mean, she's like all snazzy. It's just the two of us here in this part, in this like Airbnb. And we're together. Obviously. And, but, okay, but I have and to you're return, all fancy. I have to return the compliment because you were in this like fancy black blouse oh. with your fancy new hairdo that looks gorgeous and the color is awesome. <laughs> Thank so you. I mean, we're just like we're we're I mean we're we styling wish, and profiling. We wish somebody could see us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Well, one of the reasons that AJ is looking so stellar <laughs> is that she has been very disciplined in doing some things that are not really easy for me to do. Um, one of they're which, not easy for me either. <laughs> one of which is um, is so AJ. So this week I have discovered in living with you this week <laughs> that you are an avid. I'm going to say avid, uh, avid ish um, um, runner. You've been running in the mornings. That's early. That's a little bit of a stretch. And I've run twice in the five days we've been here. So, you know, Abbott is a little bit of a stretch. Well, you've run two days more than I have. I'm I'm a walker. I'm a walker, not a runner. Um, Okay. So you've been running. So, and you get up early to do it, which I do get up early. I do hear you. So you're, you're totally up. I'm I'm an early, I'm, I'm early too, but tell me how you get yourself ready and motivated to run so early in the morning. And then we're going to see how we can tie this into the spiritual fruit, yeah, the gifts the, of the spirit, the, the fruit of the spirit of meekness yeah. on top That's of that. Gift, the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of meekness. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I'm wondering how of you're going to turn this around. Well, for us to- we're going to, we're going to, we're going to make it happen. Talk to me. We don't know yet, but Talk we're going we to roll with it. <laughs> All right. So, well, my, process starts the night before, because I know when I get out of bed at six 15 or whatever time it is in the morning, go run. I'm not going to want to, well, and especially while I'm here, I mean, I, there's no like dresser for us to put our clothes in. So I'm like literally having to pull things out of a yeah. suitcase. Yeah. So I'm not wanting to dig through this humongous suitcase at six 15 in the morning. So I lay everything out the night before I get out of my PJs, put on them shorts, put on the top, put on my socks and shoes. And there are, those clothes are specifically for running. Cause I know I'm going to be covered in sweat by the time I'm done, totally drenched head toe. And so I'm not going to wear good clothes. Like I'm wearing my ratty clothes, my running clothes, clothes that are, I'm not going to wear anywhere else. So I'm being a little bit intentional, not just about preparing for what I'm going to do, but what exactly is appropriate for that activity, if that makes sense. And I'm answering this question in this way because. Yeah. You're going to have to help me out here. Okay. Yeah. I think it's going to take both. I think it's going to take both of us to steer this shit back around. I like what you said, but my wheels are turning and they're not going very fast. 
Well, there is a reason okay. why I'm explaining this process. Okay. And people are like, okay, get on with it because we ain't trucking with you yet. Give, give us the reason. Give us the reason. <laughs> the reason is because. It's not to make you all runners at six no, o'clock in no, the morning. You don't, you don't have to do that. This Trust is not, me. This is not a fitness podcast. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's torturous, especially at our age, but whatever. We're talking about our age. <laughs> She's been doing it was a Okay, I'm just kind of going through a midlife crisis. I'm just going to fess up right now. You, didn't, you, know? you don't even have a birthday coming up. What's wrong? No, I don't. That's been done for the year so. <laughs> oh, word. Okay. So anyways, we are commanded in scripture to put on meekness. Oh, Colossians. We're, we're, yes. 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 We're commanded to put it on. So just as we are to take off one thing so what whatever comes naturally to us we are to put that off mm-hmm. and we are to be very deliberate and intentional about the garments we are to put on and that is to be meekness now i don't know if anybody else can relate to this but to me meekness kind of carries a connotation of weakness that's kind of what i was taught growing up like if you're going to be meek you're going to be the, the doormat, the doormat that everybody walks over. Yeah, and that is not a biblical. The beatitudes would would argue with that point, right? Yeah, yeah, right. But, but your the verse you're referring to is in Colossians three, and it does it gives a whole list of things to put on, and one of them is gentleness. Meekness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So meekness isn't gentleness is definitely another word for meekness. They're one and the same thing. And it's like, it carries this, this implication of being deliberate and being intentional Mm -hmm. and about setting one thing aside in lieu of another. So, I mean, maybe it's comfortable for me to hang out on my PJs all day, but I know the best thing for me is to get that exercise and to get it early and go ahead and get it done for the day. And so I'm being intentional about putting on the garments that are going to help me to do what I know that I need to be doing. And so that is the same way with, with meekness. Um, but I, I do want to read this definition of meekness because this really helps me understand the biblical under the biblical definition of meekness, because it's not the same as what we would pick up on just in our understanding of the English word. And before you do that, um, can I just make an, a, an admission here that, yeah. that if you, That's up, girl. if you listened to the first episode in this series, which was a ways back now, admittedly, it was back at the beginning of June and it's called abiding Christ and bear much fruit. It's the introduction of the fruit of the spirit. Go back and listen to it because it is the, it is the foundation for all of these episodes. So all of these discussions that we're having, but I made the confession that I struggled sometimes with these fruit and getting these fruit. And I was trying to do it on myself, on my own. And then of course that I had a false understanding of how to produce them. But this one was one of the ones that I really struggle with. And here's why. And some of you listening, I need for you to hear me on this. My God gave us each a personality, right? A different personalities. And my personality in and of itself, my God-given personality is not, it's not quiet. It's not gentle in the way the world thinks of it, of gentle. Mm -hmm. It's not meek. I'm not meek. I am, I am the opposite of meek 
when it comes to just the world's definition, right? And that's the way. And I always struggle with the fact, well, why did God make me loud and like gregarious and no, 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 when he wants me to be quiet and meek and and calm and gentle all the time? I mean, why would God do that to me? But I, I, I mean, I really did. I kind of struggle with it. And some of you guys, well, about half the population probably does the same mm-hmm. way. But there is a huge difference yes. between being calm all the time in a, in your disposition and being gentle in spirit. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead and, and tell us that difference, but well, I just want to let you know, I, this is one I struggle with. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really good distinction because meekness, biblical meekness is not primarily talking about our outward behavior. It's talking about our inward posture before God. And of course, as our inward posture is correct, then our outward behavior becomes a reflection of that. So I want to just read this definition from Vine's Expository Dictionary because this really gives us a clear view of that biblical um, definition of what meekness is. So Vine says, meekness is that temper of spirit in which we accept his dealings with us as good and therefore without disputing, resisting, complaining. Meekness is closely linked with the word humility because it is only the humble heart, which is also meek and which as such does not fight against God and more or less struggle and contend with him. This meekness, however, being first of all, being first of all, a meekness before God is also such in the face of men, even of evil men out of a sense that these with the insults and injuries, which they may inflict are permitted and employed by him, by God, for the chastening and purifying of his elect. So basically, summarize that for me. All he's saying is, (laughs) help me out, help me out. All he's saying is, for those of us who zoned out during that quote, (laughs) summarize it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me give you the cliff note. No, it was good, it was good, but but let's, bullet points. 30 second rewind, listen again. So biblical meekness basically is our spirit submitting to all things as being from God. Mm -hmm. Basically we're Mm -hmm. saying, okay, God, this is from you. I'm humbling myself as a scripture. I think it's in first Peter. It says, humble yourself therefore Mm -hmm. under the mighty hand of God Mm -hmm. that he may exalt you in due time. So as things come at us in life, we're taking the posture of saying, God, this is from your hand. And I'm going to humble myself under your hand and I'm going to let you be the one to exalt me in the appropriate time or to bring about whatever, you know, whatever end there is to this. It is seeing God as sovereign, really. So are you, you're, you're somehow linking up our humility with meekness. Yeah. So even, so humility is not dependent on our, just our, you know, personality disposition. No. And Absolutely so as not. we humble ourselves and practice humility and recognize the reason for our humility, who we are, who God is, then in turn, that will develop into gentleness. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. To some extent. I mean, as we humble ourselves, we realize that we are not God. Mm-hmm. We are not God. You know, thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> there is only one God and he not only is a just God who, who cares deeply about us, but if we are his, all things are meant for our good. Yeah. 
He is, he is carefully tending to us. He is caring for us. He is nourishing us. He is leading and guiding our steps. He's our shepherd. We are in want of no good thing and understanding, having that core belief as we go through life, we have the ability to accept things as from his good hand. Mm -hmm. And that is the essence of meekness. Yeah. Well, and when we think about Jesus displaying this characteristic, so I love the passage in Matthew 11, where he basically says that I am gentle and lowly in heart. So I'm gentle. He's expressing, he is gentleness because we know from having gone through these these uh, fruit of the spirit in these discussions, we know that these are, these are characteristics of God himself, right? Right. This is who God is. It's not something that God displays. It is who he is. We talked about that in the love episode. This is who he is. Jesus, who is God says, I am gentle. I am gentle. He is gentleness. But in this, he says, and this is the part that's really encouraging. And this is a part that I want you to hear to encourage your soul in this. He says, come to me. We know this is familiar. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and lowly in heart. So he's saying, learn that I am gentle. You too need to be gentle. And this is the fruit, not in of yourself, not, not in your personality, but as the Holy Spirit grows the fruit in you and you will find rest for your soul, mm-hmm. right? My yoke is easy. My burden is light. He's basically saying, if, if we're, if we cultivate this mm-hmm. gentleness, our souls will be more at rest. Yeah. And that is an end point I can get on board with like for real. Uh, and I think that this, this this interesting this passage his of all the characteristics he brings up you know he could have said yeah. i am i am anything mm-hmm. i am all powerful i am mm-hmm. you know i i am faithful I, all of these things he says i am gentle mm-hmm. and, and lowly. lowly there's that humility lowly in heart i am humble mm-hmm. i am gentle and so you know wow so rest in me and that is something that we need in this world. We need that rest. Yeah. And, you know, just to go back to the meekness as weakness thing, which is a total lie. Let me just ask, you know, everybody listening to this, which is easier. Is it easier when something uncomfortable comes your way or your morning just explodes on you? Is it easier to grumble, complain, fight against it, try to fix it, try to go out and, you know, be the fixer and the savior of your life. Is that easier to do? Or is it easier to say, God is in control. He has something good in store for me. I'm going to submit to this. Well, the easy thing to do is complain, right? And to whine and say, why is this happening? And we all do that on social media. We all do it. (laughs) We all do it. And in our privacy of our own home, let's be honest, Jen. Okay. I mean, it's easier to fly off the handle, Mm -hmm. you know? So meekness, having this tempered response Mm -hmm. to say, God is good. I'm going to submit to this. This is an opportunity for me to take the low road, to be humble, to be meek. That is not weak. Mm -hmm. Well, and even Jesus, the son submitted himself to God, the father and to death on the cross and to death on the cross. And, and he displayed this in such a beautiful way. And, you know, sometimes I think this might be, this passages like this can lead us to the, the whole BG version of 
Jesus, the BGs, <laughs> as in the BGs, you know, long hair and like, you know, super strumming their guitars. Cool. Um, and, and Jesus and, you know, kind of super calm all the time. Huh, huh, and, huh, uh, huh. Staying alive. Staying alive. Did they write that? Oh, yeah. Is that their song? Yeah, we're going to have to listen to it after this. Oh, my word. Okay, well, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to take you down memory lane with that. But but we when we think of him, you know, we think of Jesus with the sheep, with the little sheep. You right. know, he's the lamb. And that is who he is. Yeah. He is that. But he is also all-powerful God. He is yeah. also the God who, I mean, it, it takes a lot to stand up in front of thousands of people. You know, he did that often. He overturned the tables in the temple when he saw that they were defiling the temple. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he, he was a strong man. He was a strong God, uh, because he, he was God and he is God, I should say, but, he also was gentle. Yeah. So I think that is super encouraging just to think about the practicalities of what Christ did in his three years of ministry. He was also a carpenter. He was, you know, he, what, what he did in his three years of ministry and his strength Mm -hmm. and knowing that his personality may have been very outgoing and strong. Right. But yet he says, clearly I am gentle and lowly in heart. And if you trust in me, if you come to me, if you lean on me, Mm-hmm. You will find rest for your weary soul. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. And, you know, I mean, he said he could have called however, 10,000 10, angels or however, whatever the number yeah. was. He said, you know, I could, I could have everything taken care of right here and right now, but I'm not, I am restraining. Yeah. I'm restraining from that power and potential that I actually have for the greater good. And that is what meekness is. I, I, right. I remember the first time when God really showed me, he was working meekness into my heart and gentleness into my heart. And he gave me this picture of, I just came across it as an illustration, this picture of a wild stallion and this wild stallion is powerful. It's beautiful. He's running, you know, fast His manes blowing all over the place. It's like this beautiful picture of, of strength and power and might. And yet it's not harnessed. There's, there's, it's not doing anything, any, anybody or anything, any good, except he's just, he gets to roam wild, but you take that same stallion to a master, to a horse whisperer, and he, he, he becomes trained, right? Well, now that power and that strength can be utilized. And that's what meekness is. Meekness is power under control. Mm-hmm. And Jesus live that mm-hmm. all power belongs to him. Yeah. All good. authority belongs to him. And yet he, in that power is under the control of God, the father and the same thing. We can live the same way in our lives. We can be strong in the Lord and yet be under his mighty hand so that he can raise it up at the right time and use it for his purposes. So that, yeah, I just love that image. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. So as we close this out, if you are someone who maybe you struggle with understanding of this, maybe you're hearing this and you're, this is maybe the first time that you're kind of understanding what this biblical meekness, this biblical gentleness is. Well, for one thing, you're not alone because there are a lot of people who do not understand this completely, but I'm just going to encourage you to look a little closer in into this. As far as your study goes, we're doing mm-hmm. it in Sojo Academy. And so you're welcome to join us as we are studying these fruit 
but even if you're not, look into it a little, a little closer. Uh, pray that the Holy Spirit will develop this fruit in your life and mm-hmm. and recognize that this is a way to find rest. Yeah. If your soul is weary today, yes, is trusting in Christ and this characteristic. And, um, and I just, we just encourage you to, um, to look to him and, um, continue to grow in this. Yeah. And it does not mean being a, what'd you call it at the beginning? A, a, a doormat. doormat. It's not a doormat. <laughs> okay. Gentleness, meekness is not being a doormat. It is strength. It is strength. It and, is strength. And, and, can I just, I'm going to go on one little tri- rabbit hole here. Just one little trail. Sure. Okay. Do it. Because, all right. So in this world of everybody knows what everybody's thinking because of social media. Okay. I'm just, I'm just going to say it does not necessarily, your strength or meekness does not necessarily, uh, it's not tied to what you post online. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just want to, I just want to bring that forward because I know some people are really struggling with, well, do I come out? against sin, you know, online, do I come, what do I do? You know, it, that really is secondary to how you are living your life right. and how you yeah. are displaying the truth right. of the gospel yeah. to those around you. Mm-hmm. Are you called to have a platform to stand up against certain sins? Maybe I'm not saying that you're not, but if you are not, if that is not something you're comfortable doing, that's okay too. As long as you're standing strong to those in those conversations you have, in those relationships that you have, in the person, it is more important for you to be strong and meek for the person sitting next to you at work every day from eight to five than it is for you to go on to Instagram Mm -hmm. and share your opinion. That person sees your life every day and you have the ability to show the gospel, to show them the gospel just because you're practicing these things. Mm -hmm. And so do that day in and day out and take steps towards that in your sphere of influence. And don't worry about all the the ancillary things that we get caught up in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was, yep. That was just a little bonus. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, well, it's relevant, you know, because this is the world we live in and the kinds of things we're, we face every day. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's All right. Well, thank good. you for that. That was really encouraging actually to me as a, as yeah. you know, someone as who a, struggled with this, as a gregarious, as a gregarious one. person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, yeah. We'll see you next time. Is see that it? Next week. See it? you next week. All right. Yay. We're getting close to the end of the fruit. Last one is next week. All right. Well, tune in and we'll talk to you then. If you are enjoying this series on the fruit of the spirit, which you are, <laughs> we have a very special gift for you. Yeah. Go on over to sojohub.com and pick up our set of journal cards that correlate with the fruit of the spirit. They're great to take notes with. They're great to use as bookmarks or really to write little remembrances. So they're it's completely free. Sojohub.com. And they're beautiful. They are beautiful. Hey friend, it's Jen and AJ, and we have a quick favor to ask. If we have made you smile on this podcast or encouraged you in any way, or hey, if you're just a kind person, (laughs) will you take a moment to leave a five-star rating for this podcast? It takes just a second, but it helps others decide whether to listen to this show or not. Also, if you're on Apple, please drop us a review. We'd love to hear from you in this way. Thank you so much. And here's a virtual fist bump coming your way. (laughs) Fist bump.
Are there areas in your life where you feel like you need to simplify a bit? My guess is yes. Several years ago, AJ and I identified seven areas that we felt like um, were important to simplify in order to focus on most important things in life and primarily our relationship with God. What we are doing is pulling that out of the vault, and we are doing Simplify Your Life Summer 2024 Edition. We invite you to join us. We are excited about it and look forward to seeing you there. Go check out sojohub.com slash simplify for more information.